welcome the Concordia Center for Spiritual Living. We are a New Thought spiritual community in Rhode Island that's dedicated to practical spirituality and activities that can empower you to create a life of abundance, health, joy, and meaning. As you listen to this recording of a recent talk given at the center, please know that wherever you are on your spiritual path, we are knowing God's highest and best for you. But as we kick off and start a new month, it's a new theme. And I'd like to start it with a quote from Dr. Ernest Holmes, our founder, who writes in Creative Living, he wrote, there is an irresistible potential pressing against everyone for self-expression. If we listen, we shall hear it, not as a voice, but as a feeling, as a divine urge to express. I believe that's the purpose of life. That's our purpose, to express to express that potential, that which is within us, that is longing to be known, to be revealed, to be expressed, that which we've come here to be and to do in the world. You know, what's that saying? It's, you know, don't die with the music still in you. What does that mean other than we're here to let it out, to let it out? I mean, in this year, as we're talking about living out loud, that is the essence. This, this quote from Holmes, I believe, it speaks to the heart of living out loud, expressing that life, letting it be seen, letting it be known. Last month, during the month of March, we talked about cultivating authenticity, our authentic self, that unlimited potential, that possibility that is there waiting to be revealed and until it is, until it is revealed, until the light is shined in the world, that's all that remains is potential. My hope and prayer for all of us here, for all of us, is that we don't die with the music still in us, that we let our light shine. And last month, as we talked about authenticity, I don't know about you, but it was, it was a rich month. In my, own, in my own experience, and I know and I heard from many of you here in, in this community as far as, as oh, things coming to life and, and letting, letting it out. Something we discovered last month and around cultivating authenticity and this work of, of expression about having clear boundaries within ourselves and others. And everything that we talked about last month is actually setting us up for what we're talking about this month. Having boundaries, dropping the mask, letting ourselves be seen is an integral part of the process of being vulnerable. And that's our topic and theme for this month is, is the power of vulnerability, which as I was thinking about it, it seems sort of um, oxymoron, is that the word I'm looking for? Vulnerability doesn't feel very powerful, does it? But the power of it. So we're going to bring that together this month and explore, explore how 
you know, this thing called vulnerability, which at times can make us cringe and can make us maybe shrink back, that there really is by leaning into it. It is a means and a method to us stepping into our power. So this month, as we talk about this, you know, and starting today, we want to make sure that we understand what we're talking about. What, you know, what do we mean when we're talking about vulnerability? What is it? What is it not? What does it look like? What are barriers that may stand in the way from us expressing that? We're going to talk about that and, and the steps that we can take to navigate this path of, of standing in that power. Vulnerability is a key ingredient in our transformation because it creates an expanded awareness of what lies beneath the surface. That's why it's vulnerable. It's what's behind the mask. It's what's behind the armor. It's what's behind the shield. It's what's behind the wall, the barrier. What is wanting to be expressed and known? And as we talk about this this month, and this expanded awareness that it brings to us will also discover the necessity of it if we are truly going to be living in harmonious relationships and in healthy community. My intention that throughout the month of April, that individually and collectively we will harness this power so that we live lives of possibility out loud. So what is it? What is vulnerability? I mean, it is really crucial to understand it. We mentioned it a couple times last month as we were talking about authenticity. We were, um, in the last two weeks of the month, I shared a quote a couple times from Brene Brown. I have another one, and I think which probably just went up there. Oh, it did. It's coming. It's coming. I saw eyes look at the screen as like, oh, it's already up there. I'm not there yet. But... Um, we talked about vulnerability as the path to authenticity. So you could almost think of this month as part two. Part two around authenticity. But what's vulnerability? Brene Brown, the researcher and professor, professor of social work at the University of Houston, whose work began in shame resilience, which we talked about last week. Powerful work. But she defines vulnerability as a state of emotional exposure that comes with a certain degree of uncertainty. Let me just pause right there. Would you agree with that? It's emotional exposure that comes with a certain degree of uncertainty. What's the uncertainty? We're not sure how, how the other is going to respond or react. It involves a person's willingness to accept the emotional risk that comes from being open and willing to love and be loved. No one can make you vulnerable. You might feel vulnerable, but this comes from our own intention. This We're talking about living conscious spiritual lives and, and practicing and embracing the power of vulnerability. There is willingness required. Willingness. 
I know in many traditions, that is, that is the word, even the Course in Miracles. The Course in Miracles, there's a quote that willingness is salvation. It's in our willingness to lean into the mystery, our willingness to lean into the unknown, the willingness to lean into the unknown, the uncertainty of how they may react or respond to who we are. To be vulnerable is to explore the depths of ourselves and others, even when we're unsure of what we may uncover. Because <laughs> you don't always know, do you? Until you do. To be vulnerable is stepping out. Stepping out, whether it's literal. You know, I was thinking about this week as far as for those in the LGBTQ plus community, I mean, the coming out process there is a whole lot of vulnerability in that, is that they're not? Whoo, there is a lot. But whether we're stepping out literally or metaphorically, often in the face of uncertainty, why would we do this? Why would we do this and put ourselves at risk in this way? Well, Brene Brown talked about it, about loving and being loved. Through vulnerability, we're able to have deeper connection. We're able to express ourselves fully. You know, letting our freak flag fly. What is vulnerability? What is it not? So that's vulnerability. It's that, that emotional, um, um, the emotional, what is um, her quote? I missed, exposure with the uncertainty. But what it is not I have some examples here. It is not oversharing or dumping inappropriate amounts of emotions or personal history with wild abandon. <laughs> and not that any of us would here would ever do that. I think each, all of us know someone, <laughs> know someone. It is not being vulnerable for the sake of saying, look at me. Look at me and look how I'm just letting all of my stuff out there. That's, that's not vulnerability either. True vulnerability is born from the desire. It comes from a desire, an intention to fully express ourselves. It's coming from, from an intention to, to be known, to be heard, to be seen, to love, and to be loved. It is not being without boundaries. To be vulnerable doesn't mean that we're here to be a doormat for others. Vulnerability is not about weakness. Rather, it's a conscious choice, and that's where the power comes in. It is our choice. It's in our choice to express our thoughts and feelings and desires in a way that nurture ourselves and others in living an authentic life. I want you to, I have a story for you about a young woman named Sarah. And Sarah was what you would probably consider an overachiever. She worked very hard. You know, the image I get in my mind, she, she, she has a wonderful Instagram feed. If any of you, any of you, Insta, you know, I mean, if you're on Instagram, you know, everything looks just so, her life just, she works very hard to, to maintain that perfect image. 
even at times holding back what she's saying and thinking in order to control what the, the image that is presented to the world. And, and one day, one of her friends, Emily, one of her closest friends, invited her to go on a retreat. And on this retreat, wouldn't you know, they were t focusing on vulnerability, self-discovery, and connection. For a perfectionist, that could be terrifying. For someone who is afraid to be seen or, the, or the, the risk, the risk of emotional exposure and uncertainty that can be overwhelming, that type of retreat doesn't sound like a good time. <laughs> well, she was hesitant and she thought about it and she said, well, sure, I'll go. Yeah, I need a little getaway. I need a vacation. You know, she thought she could leave the workshops or whatever, and maybe there's a spa or something she can go while they're doing their work. She's having work done on her, you know. But as she was there, she watched people sharing with one another their fears, their struggles, their challenges. And as she watched other people sharing with one another, she saw the beauty and the, and the power that came out of that, the strength, in fact, that was being expressed by these, by these people who were choosing to be vulnerable, to say what needed to be said or wanted to be heard. And so one evening, it wasn't at the end of the retreat, it was in the middle, she decided she was going to try it. She became willing and she shared her struggles of perfectionism. She shared her fear of failure. She shared with others around her, her longing for deeper connections, which get the perfectionism and hiding was actually keeping her from having the connection she's want, wanted. And that is what she discovered when she chose to allow herself to be exposed that way emotionally, intentionally and on purpose, she felt her power and she felt a freedom that came from that. She felt love, she felt understanding, she felt support, she felt connection, those things that she had been missing in her life. This changed her in a remarkable way and, and she began to embrace vulnerability allowing herself to be seen and heard in ways that people were a little surprised to. Boy, something really happened to you there. But as a result of her experiencing it and continuing to choose to be willing to say what she needed to say and to do what she needed to do, even in the face of fear, she grew and her life became richer as a result through the connections that others had with her. Now, we don't have to attend a retreat. We don't have to attend a retreat or go to some special place in order to be vulnerable and to practice vulnerability. We can do it today. I don't know if right now is the appropriate time, but today. <laughs> we can practice vulnerability with maybe admitting to a loved one that we're struggling with a personal issue, that sharing with a loved one that maybe we're anxious about something going on at work or we're doubting ourselves about something that we're supposed to know about. 
Now, on the other hand, vulnerability is not, as I mentioned, it's not sharing our grievances on social media for the world to see without the intention of seeking understanding or resolution. Do you get that? You know, just putting it all out there and just, it's almost like, it's like almost like emotional vomiting or something, you know, just blah, blah. Now y'all deal with it. I feel so much better now. <laughs> Another example of vulnerability is asking for help when you need it rather than pretending everything is fine. And I don't know about you, but fine and okay, those are words that I'm familiar with and I've used many times. It can be difficult when we're conditioned to believe that asking for help is a sign of weakness. But how about the power of vulnerability? How about choosing to be willing to, to all right, even if they think I'm weak, I am being powerful and allowing myself to be seen and heard this way. Do you see how vulnerability is not weakness at all? We get to choose. We have the power to choose. Asking for help is, is a, an example of vulnerability. But in contrast, vulnerability is also not using our struggles to manipulate others or to gain sympathy without an intention to grow and heal. There's that too. You have people that they tell us their stories over and over and over again. <laughs> Maybe we can risk being vulnerable and say, grow up already, you know? <laughs> I've heard that. Get a new story. You know, as we move forward this month, you know, it's really interesting. We, when, last month we talked about authenticity and we talked about, you know, boundaries and, and noticing those areas where we might be afraid to express. And it was like, oh, wow, look at that. There's a gift. There's a gift for me. There's an area that is waiting for me to excavate it. As we talk about vulnerability throughout this month, Allow to come to mind throughout the month areas where you've been afraid to be vulnerable. Because guess what? There is, there is a space that is longing to be expressed. It's longing for healing and to be known. And it's risky. These areas can point to us, and as we'll talk throughout this month, barriers and how can, we can release them. And also consider, and as we go through this month, I really invite you to do this, to practice, to practice. Even what we talked about this morning, there are things that we can do, asking for help. I mean, there are some tangible things that we can do. Ernest Holmes, I love his, his, the simplicity that he says many things, other things you have to think about, but there's some things that he just speaks. He says, oh, we're, we, we, we already know everything. We know enough. We know enough right now to begin to take action where we're at right now. You don't need another class to put into practice what you know right now. You don't need to learn about barriers of vulnerability to practice being vulnerable today. 
And just notice where you're feeling that in your relationships. Why is it important? I think we've, Sarah, the story of Sarah illustrated some of this. Vulnerability is important because it's one, it's a form of self-expression. It is the means, and, and, and as Brene Brown said, it is the path. It is the path for self-expression, but it is also the means for our connection. And it's not an easy task. This is not simple and easy. If it was, then we'd all be vulnerable and all kumbaya. We would just be singing around the campfire, all of us. But the influences of society, individually and collectively, they've created some barriers that we've adopted. But that's why we're talking about it. That's why we're talking about it. To bring awareness to something gives us and brings to us the power to choose again. And we're choosing an adventure. When we're authentic, when we are allowing ourselves to be seen in this way, what we're in fact doing is becoming a safe place for others to be vulnerable. You see, as we practice being vulnerable, it's like, it makes me think of, of, oh, I have this, we have this beautiful little French bulldog, Luna. She's joy incarnate. And she'll be laying down and I'll go pet her. And then she'll roll on her side. And she's, you know, she's, she's got sleep apnea, snores the whole bit. But then she'll roll over and then let me rub her little belly. And I was thinking here, this predator, right? This animal is allowing that vulnerable part of her to be, to be exposed and, and to be caressed and touched. And in order for her to do that, she's doing it in a submissive way. When we are vulnerable with others, we're inviting them to be vulnerable with us. Now, they may, not, they may not treat us in our hearts as gently as we would like for them to. And then you learned something, didn't you? <laughs> you learned how to maybe set a boundary, a boundary that's wanting to be set there. You see, all this works together in us living our life out loud. Vulnerability becomes the starting point of authenticity and connection. And while we may be waiting for permission from others to be vulnerable, it's our practice. It's our practice. They're not going to give us, I'm giving you permission, but out there, it's vulnerable to live a life without permission. I want to share with you a quote here from Stephen Russell. I love this quote. He says, vulnerability is the only authentic state. Being vulnerable means being open for wounding, but also for pleasure. Being open to the wounds of life means also being open to the bounty and beauty. You know, it's not possible to, to fall in love with someone unless you allow yourself and, and allow you allow your, your, to put yourself in a position where your heart can be broken. It's not until then are you able to truly fall in love. When you have that, take that risk, when you allow yourself to be vulnerable, 
And so, yes, there is a risk. But there's a cost to not being vulnerable. Sarah was paying that cost. The perfectionism, the separation, the fear of what are they going to think if they really find out, you know, the, the truth of, of who I am. <laughs> oh, get over yourself. You know what? We're all human beings. We are more alike than we are different. <laughs> if we could just allow ourselves to see that and be that and embrace the courage that it takes, we'll discover what Sarah did. They're just like me. They're just like me. So this month, as we talk about the power of vulnerability, it is the cornerstone of authentic and meaningful connections. It's not a weakness. It involves us courageously showing up and being seen. So are you up for the task this month? Are you up to it? To join in this journey this month to embrace the power of vulnerability. Whew, it's gonna be a rich month as we deepen our connections to source as we deepen our connections to self, as we deepen our connections with one another. Mm, let's be vulnerable, defining and aligning. Peace and love, everyone. Namaste. We hope that you enjoyed this audio recording. For more information about our center, please visit our website at www.concordiacsl.com. You can also visit us online at our Facebook page or our YouTube channel by searching for Concordia Center for Spiritual Living. If you're in the area, come join us at one of our Sunday celebration services. We'd love to welcome you there. Namaste and blessings.